Good morning, and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It's Thursday, February 15th, 2024. I'm your host, Anna Chazafiana Singh in Toronto. Thanks for tuning in. Here are our top stories for today. First up, Ontario's government has cancelled plans to require ID at the LCBO for entry. Then, a politician is confirmed dead by police in Sudbury. And finally, Pierre Polyev has asked the RCMP to investigate more into the ArriveCan app. Then, we'll hear from Rojan with a segment of good news. Now to the news. Doug Ford's government has decided to cancel a pilot program from the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. City News reports that the program originally planned to require photo ID to enter some locations. They say the controlled entrances pilot was set to begin at six LCBO stores in Thunder Bay, Sioux Lookout and Kenora. The LCBO's plan was to monitor the stores for six months. Under the program, stores would have kept shoppers' personal information for 14 days. Ontario's finance minister made a statement saying the government was responding to concerns over the pilot program. He said he's directed the LCBO to cancel it immediately. He also said he'll be working with the LCBO on more ways they can reduce theft and violent incidents in stores. A spokesperson for the LCBO says they also intended the program to lessen the strain of theft on local police. The Toronto Star reports that the information collected and stored would have been people's names, birthday, and photo. Customers without valid ID would be denied entry. CP24 says the government-owned corporation said they needed to scan ID to make sure that they were real and valid. Less than 24 hours after the plan was announced, the Ontario Finance Minister's office said the program would be cancelled. The executive director of the Canadian Civil Liberties Association told CP24 they considered the LCBO plan a, quote, sweeping violation of individual privacy. The director noted that if an incident happened at a store, all collected data would then be turned over to the police. CP24 says the LCBO hasn't clarified whether or not the collected data will track what people are purchasing and when. The Toronto Star says that Manitoba introduced controlled entrances in liquor stores in 2020. The Manitoba Liquor and Lotteries website says it's caused theft to plummet and has received positive feedback from employees. Next up, police have confirmed a politician from Sudbury has died. CTV reports that Sudbury police found the remains of Ward 2 councillor Michael Vagnini this Tuesday. CTV says the 62-year-old man was last seen driving on January 27th. His family said he didn't have his medication or his phone on him. CTV says a search by police and volunteers found his truck Tuesday afternoon. The truck was near the reserve camp of the Atikamekishning Anishinaabek First Nation. CTV says Vagnini was elected to City Council in 2014, along with nine other new members that year. He was particularly passionate about supporting local volunteer firefighters. The city of Sudbury released a statement saying flags will be flown at half-mast starting Wednesday morning. 
They say arrangements, including a public book of condolences, will be available soon. Finally, Pierre Polyev has asked the RCMP to investigate the government COVID-era app ArriveCan. CBC reports that the PC leader wrote the commissioner of the RCMP Tuesday asking for the investigation. The CBC says that the letter mentions the Auditor General's unflattering report on the issue as cause for the National Police Force to review it for criminality. Polyev asked that the RCMP investigate, quote, due to findings by the Auditor General that have exposed corruption, mismanagement, and misconduct on a massive scale. The CBC says Trudeau says he's encouraging the RCMP to, quote, do its work. The CBC says Polyev's call comes while conduct of some Canadian Border Service Agency employees has to be reviewed by the RCMP. According to the CBC, Trudeau has said that the CBSA is being investigated by both the RCMP and their own Professional Integrity Division. The CBC says the report found that some CBSA officials had close relations with app contractors going to events and dinners together. They say it could have been a risk for conflict of interest. Trudeau says the CBSA is also launching an internal audit to investigate the contracting of the agency and oversight when asked about mismanagement. The CBC says that the Auditor General reported the government overpaid for the app and the CBSA's handling was inadequate. They say the app cost about $60 million in taxpayer money. They say it's higher than the original estimates of around $54 million. The Auditor General says it's only an estimate because of how poorly the CBSA kept track of their records. Well, that's the news for today. Here's Rojan with good news. From Matt Radio, my name is Rojan. Good morning, everyone. You're tuning into the Good News Network, where we cover uplifting stories you may not know about. For today, a newly developed contact lens for clear vision and varying distances and light levels. A spiral-shaped contact lens has been developed by ophthalmologists. It maintains a clear focus at different distances in varying light conditions. The inspiration for the design came when author Laurent Galliner was analyzing the optical properties of severe corneal deformations in patients. According to the Good News Network, the lens looked like a progressive lens for vision correction, but without the distortions caused by wearing them. The unique spiral design causes light to spin, like water down a drain. This effect is a result of a phenomenon called optical vortex which creates multiple clear focus points that allow the lens to provide a clear focus on varying distances. Creating an optical vortex usually requires multiple optical components, said Galliner to Optica. Our lens, however, incorporates the elements necessary to make an optical vortex directly into its surface. Creating optical vortices is a thriving field of research, but our method simplifies the process marking a significant advancement in the field of optics. The researchers from Optica created a lens by using advanced digital machinery. The machinery molded the spiral design with high precision. The team then validated a lens by using it to image a digital E, similar to those used on an optometrist's light-up board. 
Findings show that the image quality remained satisfactory regardless of the size used. It was also discovered that optical optics can be modified by adjusting the topological charge, which Optica defines as a number of windings around the optical axis. Home News here said that volunteers using the lenses have reported noticeable improvements in visual accuracy at varying distances and lighting conditions. According to Optica, the researchers are at work to deepen their understanding of the unique optical vortices produced by their new lens. They plan to perform systematic trials of the lens's ability to correct vision in people to establish its performance and benefits in real-life conditions. Optica also said that the team is exploring the possibility to apply the concept onto prescription eyeglasses, which potentially can offer users with clear vision. That's a very big vision to grant people with better eyesight. And with that said, thank you for tuning in to the Good News Network. If you would like to hear more eye-opening stories about the world around us, tune in next week. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Thanks so much for tuning in to Morning Mixtape News. For Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Anna Giselle Pumasingh.